0: Are you going to count down again? Okay, yeah. Three, three two, one. one. Action. Action. Hey! Hey, yo. I,
1: I figured I I'd figure out what you were meaning. So you got to than... find the pulse. It's all exactly. about the rhythm. It's yeah. not three,
0: two, one. You know, immediately. Well, yeah. We got this. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Huzzah. Hello. And welcome to, to part two.
1: Of Game of Thrones, where we originally thought it was going to be one episode. But we... Had more to talk about, I guess.
0: Yay, it's well, like a booth podcast. And I think that's kind of what... Oh, yeah, and I'm James. And
1: I'm Tevin. Basic but, intro shit.
0: Yeah. And this is kind of, I think, what... reason why we have so much to talk... There's a lot of stuff in here that's, like, really, really good. Like, Game of Thrones had really, really good characters. But the problem is, is what it does to the main characters, yeah. I feel like. It, when it their drowns out... Are, Whereas a lot of these side characters, again, tragic storylines. But and, they're quick. And they're they're interesting. But that's the thing, is I don't think there's a show that I know of that has just so many characters
1: that have such a detailed.
0: Yeah, exactly. Life. They're all extremely different than each other. And I think that was fantastically done. But it's just the main ones that is I think ultimately were a lot of the problems. Are. And we
1: have so what we're doing. Yeah. Or what we ended up doing. This is for the listeners, you know, all four of them. Uh, (laughs) We're using therap.com's all 52 Game of Thrones main characters ranked. Yeah. Their little rank. We're going through it because we started talking about just like random shit of Game of Thrones. And then I feel like taking it character by character would help us a little bit better. Yes. And now we have 40 characters left to go. Huzzah. And so... I feel like at this point it's probably gonna be a little quicker because we've already talked about some of them with other things or whatever. Yeah. But jumping into it, we got Carl Drago. Carl Drogo? Yep. Drogo. So uh Ooh. Daenerys's first husband Her husband that the witch doctor girl kills or makes mute or whatever. He's like sick. Yeah. Well he gets he gets wounded. Yeah in an in an attack. Also they've done they did him dirty by making him rape Daenerys when I guess in the book it wasn't really like that. Yeah. Like they, I don't know. That's that's a that's a weird thing to change first of all, but it's also a weird thing to change like immediately. Like that's oh, yeah. that's first season stuff. That's, that's first like, handful of episodes. Uh, yeah,
0: exactly. It's in near the beginning cuz she at the very beginning I that even may be season 1. It I mean, is, episode it is. One. Oh, oh yeah. Episode because within like, the first couple episodes, I would say at least two episodes. Because she, like the very first thing with Daenerys, is she's getting married to him because her brother's That's marrying her right. off because yep. her brother wants their army, correct? Um, wants to be king. Wants the I wants do the metal crown. Wish that there was more with him because he kind of is sh- short lived. But I get it with him. It's 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 fine. Because again, I almost think her, his storyline is almost uh, like a foreshadowing of basically, you know, trying to get what you want, but it's not what you this, think you want. Yeah, Because like her, she's pregnant at the time with his baby yep. and she tries to save him and she ends up getting cursed. She loses the baby and he still dies. Right? Yeah, exactly. And so it's just because I of, think
1: she has to sacrifice the baby or whatever to bring him back to like save his life. There's there's a whole bunch of witch voodoo stuff going on and it's yeah. the first season. I
0: don't quite remember it correctly. But yeah, it, it was that again, he was portrayed like I mean he was very intimidating. Like his yep. uh when he cuts some guy's throat and then pulls the tongue through, like the it was kind of brutal.
1: Yes, he was he was intimidating. He was he was a great character, and it is a bummer that he died so quick. But yeah, that also was like same thing happened with Ned Stark. Same thing happened well, with
0: yeah, exactly. And well, I mean, he only got like a few because I mean, he like does a few things. You're like, oh shit, this guy's kind of scary, and then he kind of gets wounded, and he's pretty much out for most of the season. Exactly. Um, so he only got a few episodes. It is a shame that they kind of did like the the. Well, I mean, they did the rape thing because uh, eventually like they have this, you know, she ends up like kind of like falling for him. and Yeah, things. well, they,
1: they she it gets just, taught like what their customs are because yeah, before it's like, oh, this just happens. And it's like, no, he doesn't. He's not following what you're saying. Like, like no one, no one gets what you mean when you do that here.
0: Yeah. And it. It's To some extent, it kind of like m- makes sense because they're trying to like show that Dothraki is more like, you know, tribal and yeah. like they're very they're not, they don't have like ethics or boundaries and yeah. stuff. It's very much just like kind of whoever, kill or be killed, whoever, yeah, it's eat like or, you know, eat or be in kind it's of It's like
1: people love you until you die and you're all about doing your shit until you die. That's like yeah the Dithraki way or at least how it, well, it seems well, to be
0: the strongest rule. Yeah. Exactly. Kind of a thing. And Take if it. you're not strong, then what the fuck are you doing here? Exactly. And things like, you know, mercy or things like that doesn't really like doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but, uh, good character, but yeah, yeah. short lived, very short
1: lived. Next one. We got Gendry who, Gendry? yep. Who, um, is raw King Rob,
0: um, Rob yeah.
1: Lannister, dude. bastard, bastard, Bobby and B. I guess his name's not Lannister. It's just he's married to Cer- Cersei. But yeah, yeah. he uh, he's the bastard child, and he literally fucking disappears, like just is gone the entire series, and then pops back up just so he can fuck
0: Arya, which is freaking weird. Yeah, I mean, I did like. Their like their storyline together because again when Arya's on the run and she's hidden like she's with Gendry because Gendry was also and then before Gendry gets taken by the Red Woman but that's when after uh, a Davos saves him from the Red Woman like lets him escape he that's when he disappears but he again interesting storyline he I mean he is. Comes back, because, I mean, he's the one that sent the Raven to Daenerys when they were above the wall. So, I mean, it's not just to, to fuck Arya kind of a thing. Like, he was back there a little bit earlier, but it's still kind of weird, just that whole situation. That whole situation kind of felt unnecessary. Well, I mean, it felt very unnecessary, because they didn't really have very much interaction at the time. Like yeah. before, like they were like again on the run together. They had like their little band with them and the who's the other little kid that was that was with them when they were the coming? the baker dude. Yeah, the baker. We we're gonna call him the baker dude. I don't remember
1: the baker his dude. name.
0: Yeah, again, like they had a little thing going. You know, he gets it, taken. It was some sort of like camaraderie friendship thing, and yeah. But then him and Arya go back, and he again he falls <coughs> for Arya. Like honestly, in season eight, like his proposal to Arya. Again, I was fine with it. Like, it's just the circumstances. It was it didn't just, really it was just weird. It, like, it felt like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, just their whole like relationship came out of nowhere just because again, Arya was off doing Arya shit. Yeah. So yeah, he kind of, it just kind of felt weird. But again, I think a, it was a pretty good character. What Ooh. happened? Does he, he just becomes Lord of the North, right? He, after the, the long night, he just is given like a lordship, right? And I that's believe it. so. I don't think he dies. Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, he proposes to Aria after that. Cause they fuck right before the battle. Yeah. And Arya
1: tells him no. Yeah. And so, so I, think, I think he does just become a Lord, but it is, he's like fine. He, I, if, if his character wasn't in the series at all, yeah, I don't think anything would have changed.
0: Um, you know what I mean? He is, like, he's mostly important
1: early on. Yeah. Because but even even then, it's like if if they just had Rando stand in for those scenes he was in, yeah, nothing would have progressed or digressed
0: either way. Well, like, in fact, if he just would have died by the Red Woman yeah. or something or never came back. Like, I genuinely, really...
1: the only reason I yeah. noticed That like he had been gone for a moment or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or the only thing, the only reason I even remembered him when he came back was because I'd been binge watching it. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like, because he disappears like season four or five. I feel like if I hadn't seen him for four seasons, I would have just forgotten he exists. Okay. And but boom, he uh, just came back out of nowhere to
0: fuck Arya. Well he had a little bit back um I'm trying to remember they'd have I can't remember when exactly he comes back because
1: well he he no he comes back when Bravos or Davos just like comes across him like the dude pushes uh, him okay. out on a canoe or yeah. a rowboat and then you'd never see him again until Davos finds him. Uh, okay. He's not even looking for him, he just comes across him. Okay.
0: Cuz yeah so Davos it's, so it's is very the one that... it's very weird too. Yeah, because honestly, like him being in like the first a little bit of like, oh, you know, Robert's bastard and how that would be a little bit of like a thing when they're trying to find who's king and shit like that. Because there are going to people like, well, I mean, it's his son, you know, and because there was even then like there was the whole um you know, Joffrey is clearly not Robert Baratheon's son. Well, yeah. You know, and they all have blonde hair just like the Lannisters. Like, it was kind of like an open secret that you could say. Obviously, you know, those in power just refused to ignore it and probably, you know, would punish people for saying otherwise, you know. But, yeah, him coming back or him having anything, it it doesn't really matter. Like, his character's kind of pointless when he comes back but him being there and like his whole like with Arya and then like because I do like the fact that you know Davos helped him escape that's kind of where we get like oh Davos is that, a man yeah, that's of when, honor
1: that's when Davos comes in because like he's to actual play
0: well yeah and he he kind of shows because at, at first he's just kind of working for Stannis and so and it's kind of weird like his character is literally there just to serve Davos's character I think Um because uh yeah Davos shows that, you know, he's not, you know, by any means necessary. It's like this poor kid. He doesn't need to die. And he, you know, risks his life to save him. But he doesn't really need to come back, if that makes sense in the show. Like, if he just, like, sailed off and, you know, was hidden, like, yeah, his, I'm fine. His character didn't matter at all. Next
1: it, one. Yeah. Another character that sucks major ass. Who? Theon. Theon oh poor Theon Theon who lied about killing the Starks and then inevitably got him castrated who so badly wanted to fuck everything and everyone yeah that it
0: got him castrated and yeah he uh yeah he was kind of I mean he was definitely an interesting character um his his character
1: arc as reek I thought was stupid yeah. Like all that was making
0: me hate him even more. So, like, because, yeah, so him is what, what with him, we should probably break it down into two sections because this is like him when he becomes reek, and then oh it's the same Theon. fucking
1: person, he well, sucks the entire time. Well, I mean, so he's Theon, Theon is just he's like a wannabe playboy, oh, yeah, heir of the king.
0: Well, he's not <laughs> really an heir because well, he he's was an just, heir
1: of the iron, Thro- not the iron throne, the, the iron uh, islands,
0: yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, so, because he was taken by the Starks when the Iron Islands were like rebelling as kind of like a, oh shit, like we shut down your rebellion rebellion, and we're going to take one of your sons, like your firstborn son. It's kind of a little bit of a fuck you, I guess, to the Iron Islands, Um, but, you know, he eventually listens to his dad to betray the Starks, who, which again, I thought was an interesting point. You know, it is a little bit weird what he does to his sister because, again, he, like, tries to fuck his sister before he finds out it's his sister, which is, again, super fucking creepy. Yeah. I mean, it's not creepy. It's not the creepiest thing we've seen. Well, well, yeah, with him particularly. But, like, then, you know, he gets captured by Ramsey, He gets tortured. And, you, again, you start to feel bad for him a little bit because you're like, holy fuck, this is, like, kind of extreme, you know, of his, you know, mental... And physical torture that, you know, leads to him getting castrated. Um, You know, they try to say his sister. Is this? A, I don't know if his sister's on the list. I hope that she is. She's if not. She was a little, Yeah, she's the main character. She's on the list. Okay. But, like, she tries to save him, you know, but yeah. he's so mentally damaged that, you know, he doesn't go with her and kind of betrays her in a way. And so she's like, what the fuck did you do to my brother? Exactly. Um, you fucked him up. But yeah, him as Reek, you know, he's kind of, you know, sad and pitiful. He kind of, it's kind of a complete change because he goes from like that cocky fuck boy to this, to this weak piece of shit yeah. that
1: still gets everyone fucking killed around him until the very end when he saves the day, I guess.
0: Well, he, he saves, um, he sacrificed himself to save Bran. Yeah. And that's like, I guess his, like it. His story ends on, like, a little bit of an uptick. I wouldn't say it's redeeming at all, because, I mean, it was that one little thing. Yeah, it was a big thing, but it's still him as Reek. Like, he didn't help Yara when he could have and things like that. Because, I mean, I liked Yara way better than Theon. Yeah. Yara's character was a lot more interesting. But, yeah, Theon, fuck him. Like, I just remember also hating him, because, you know, he tries to kill all of the... The boys, you know the the Stark boys, and then he kills. Oh, he kills that that Maester guy in the Starks, where he cuts off his head in front of everyone. Do you remember that? Wait, who does this? So Theon cuts off the head of the Maester that was helping Bran. Yep, yep. Oh, or is it the Maester? I think it's the guy with like the white beard. And it. (sighs) that was so long ago i know it's season one but yeah it was like holy shit like he does he does fuck up that entire to this awfulness you know it's kind of sad because again rob trusted him and yeah he he just betrays people until he doesn't yep and Um, then it gets him killed or he gets everyone killed and then sacrifices
1: himself it's whatever though theon rest in peace you were a prick the entire time yeah and then we got jorah mormont who jorah sucks because jorah's entire huh you didn't like jorah no is it well no he was fine i liked him as a character but his entire driving like factor is that he loves daenerys and she doesn't love him (laughs) It's it's so funny, but that is like the only thing that keeps him going.
0: It is kind of sad because again, he's initially hired to spy on the Targaryen children. Exactly. By, he's a he's a, you know, a Robert Baratheon plant essentially. And then he falls in love with Daenerys and kind of sees her potential. It's yeah, it is kind of sad with him because he doesn't really too much, like I mean, he does a lot, but it's just that's the only thing. Again, is his driving force is he just he's just in love with her, exactly. But I mean, you could also see he just sees like I would say he's one of the people that sees the good in her, and is a little bit <coughs> of like a voice of reason with Daenerys, which, again. With Daenerys' character, if they actually used him right, like, it could have been, like, the fact that she's losing all these voices of reason around her that eventually, you know, slowly leads to her madness and, you know, her awfulness. But it's just, it happens so quick that it's just like, oh, yeah, they're dead. Like, if again, if he would have died or, you know, earlier on or something, like, it would have been, again, that's... And then had her progression to madness would be a little bit slower. Well, actually a lot more slower would have been a lot more interesting, but mm-hmm. again, I thought the way he died was fitting. Yeah. Cause again, he goes and saves Daenerys after her dragon is like hurt or something. Right. Yeah. Well, in uh, the long night. Yep. And so he gets swarmed again. He also overcame a lot when he was, um, he got that stone disease, but, when he was touched by the, the oh, stone Oh yes,
1: men. like his his overall story arc, him as a character, blah blah blah. Like I liked him. I just yeah. thought it was funny that his entire reason for existing is wanting
0: Daenerys to love him. I will also say it is a little bit weird considering the idea of how much older he is. Oh yeah, because
1: she's like a child and he's an <sighs> a grown old ass man. man. Yeah. Speaking of adult weirdos, yeah, we got King Robert. Yeah, Bobby B. Bobby B. He was fine. He died quick. I I don't I don't know anything about him. He was Ned Stark's friend, and he died. Yeah, and he didn't. He was too dumb to realize that Cersei was
0: cheating on him with her siblings. I mean, yeah. I I'd, I almost feel with him, it was more of like a pride thing. Yeah, I
1: guess you know? I guess it's fair. I guess he probably. He probably was aware
0: of it to some degree, well, just didn't. Because the other to... thing is, is he was definitely cheating on her. That's like, true. He's he's the like the quintessential drunken king who just you know spends his time with whores and all that kind of shit. This like, is true. He's, I mean, he's interesting. Like I, I think it's interesting that like him and um, Ned Stark are friends because they're just so different. Because, like, yeah, Bobby B's more of this, like, kind of loud, boisterous, like, gluttonous, you might say, um, character. And, like, Ned, you're like, well, I guess he did have a bastard child until, you know, eventually it's realized that it's not. You're like, oh, shit. Like, Ned Stark never cheated on, you know, his wife. Like, he's even better than we thought at the beginning. Exactly. He lied for his sister.
1: Yep. Ned Stark out here being a good ass fucking man. Good
0: man. But yeah, I, I Bobby B was interesting. I liked him. Like he was, he was an interesting character. He was kind of, he was just a fun kind of, again, stupid drunk yeah. basically that gets killed by a boar. And then next we got
1: Ramsey Bolton. Ramsey, who is the most evil character
0: of this entire series. Probably. Um, I think he might be. I mean, it's definitely him and him and uh, Joffrey are the ones that I think are the competing. Um, I don't know if sometimes I give it to Joffrey just because I thought Joffrey's death was more satisfying. Yeah. It, I mean, but still on paper, I think Ramsey's death was satisfying. I think,
1: well, I think Ramsey, I think Ramsey had a lot more time to do a lot worse. True.
0: And but then again, Ramsey spends most of his time fucking over Theon. And I didn't really true. care That's for true. Theon. That's true. I did
1: I guess I didn't realize that like Ramsey's pretty much introduction is messing with Theon and then yeah well, he also like sends his hounds after a girl that he slept with or whatever. Well,
0: it's it's the girl. so there's the two girls that he are his like friends that you know kind of fuck with theon and then one of them is jealous of the other and he likes that one more and so they uh yeah they uh, have her getting eaten by dogs like him getting eaten by his own dogs again is kind of a poetic ending because of how many people he fed to his dogs and different things like that but at the same time like I don't know, having Sansa or Jon Snow just beat the living shit out of him that he dies, like, that was more satisfying, you know? Like, if Sansa would have killed him, like, actively killed him, his death would have been better, I think. I I don't know. It's, it's, It's super weird, because, again, on paper, I really do like the fact that he got, you know, it's his dogs. But at the same time, them just putting him in the cage with the dogs and then just watching him die is... Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe I'm just, I just wanted something more. Yeah. Gruesome. It, it felt like, I don't know. It was
1: still like cool, but it was also like not, it didn't feel as justified. Like, yeah. His, I mean, his dogs are his favorite thing, but it still is like. And he used
0: them to kill a lot of people. Yeah. Or...
1: It was so like, that's not, I wanted, I wanted him to hurt her, you know? Yeah.
0: But, cuz again like when before that happens when Jon Snow is beating the shit out of him you're like holy fuck Jon's going to beat him to death. Exactly. This is crazy. And then I think it's more of just So the battle of the bastards again which I think is a fantastic episode. Like it's it's one of my favorite like depictions of like a battle in basically movie TV history. Like it's it's up there I think because this one it shows like, oh, here's all these bodies and they just pile up and they become a problem. You know, people get stuck on them between them. And, you know, it, I think I've never really seen that before. And I just really liked, again, how a lot of it was shot and everything. Like the Battle of the Bastards is a fantastic battle episode. Like, honestly, I think it does in some ways compared to like Lord of the Rings, which is, has notorious, like the best, you know, battles. Yeah. Um, But this one, again, was a little bit more grounded. Obviously not orcs and shit. So I liked that. But um, there's just a lot of things that were, like, shot well. But the fact is, like, so it's this crazy battle. Like, it's just utter chaos. Like, the cinematography and everything is just massive. They eventually, you know, break through. Sansa comes in with the the Riders of the Veil, saves the day. Um, It would have been nice if she would have, like, told John or something. You know, that they were doing something. Um, But... Like them, it's just like the energy is so high that they eventually, you know, they get Ramsay. John's beating him, the, you know, to death, and then is it Sansa that stops him, or someone like stop, you know? And so there's like this moment where it's just like the energy just drops, and like they don't kill him, and then they're like, oh, let's feed him to his dogs.
1: Well, no one, no one says stop. Jon Snow just like, or does he just realizes stop? that everyone's watching him and he stops. Okay. It's it's a pretty gruesome scene because it is just like quiet and Jon Snow is repeatedly punching him in the face. Yeah. And then it just stops because he's like, "Oh shit, everyone's seeing me be insane."
0: Yeah. And then but I don't know, it just it, it almost would have been better for me at least if he was killed in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Like there's the fact that it was High intensity, it was, and you didn't even down. like see
1: it or anything. It was yeah. It was a weird. It was a weird choice for his death. When up until then, every death has been like gruesome and like you don't want to watch, but you want to watch. And yeah. his was just kind of like uh eh, it happened. Good luck.
0: Yeah. But, uh, no, I get that. I get that because we almost we more just watch. And again, I usually like this. Sometimes, like we more just watch Sansa watching him die. I don't know if it just it's just it just felt weird. But we I, didn't even watch her watch him die. She walked away. Oh, see, that would have been better if yeah. we just
1: watched her. And no, yeah, the dogs, the dogs get released and start biting at him. And she walks off. Do we get a here? Nope. It, it is literally like it starts. He yells at them. They attack a little more. He lets out like a yell of pain. And then Sansa leaves, and it cuts to the next scene.
0: Ah, see, it would have been better if it's just like we hear him getting te- torn to shreds, and we're watching Sansa. Yeah, but that would have been. It's it's it, again that it's been just more like such a
1: letdown. Okay, yeah. Now we got these two, which I think we're just gonna put together, pair into both because like are they related? This, well, they're related, but also it's gonna seem kind of weird. But I'm gonna say it as such. Okay, I feel like the fact that both of them die at like the same time and. Their stories are almost pretty much intertwined with them. Yeah, you got Caitlyn Stark and Talisa Stark. So you have mother of Rob and wife of Rob. Yeah, because like they both die at the same time. They're both along with Rob for the ride. Like Caitlyn, yeah, that sucks. You watched your husband die and then you fled, but you also had Rob, who was just kind of a shit ass king. How was he a shit ass king, Rob Stark?
0: Yeah. He he really wasn't a king. Well, I mean, Lord, you know, whatever. I mean, he was, he was tactically very good and there wasn't anything again, particularly wrong with him. He just didn't. Again, I would just say he was more just like too young to realize, Hey, don't fuck with these people. Like, you know, if you make an oath again, he used it to save him, him and his army like, oh, I'll marry one of you if you let us through or, you know, you fight for us or whatever. I can't remember exactly. It was like passage through something. And then he broke it for love. And again, he had Quance. I, I like Caitlin. I think her, she's again, consistently like the voice of reason. The one thing that I would say, and I, I understand it, but like almost her flaw is how much she hates Jon Snow. Which again... I understand because for all she knows that's her husband's bastard bastard. child and every time she looks at him she's like oh my husband cheated on me however obviously that wasn't the case but it's just it's still kind of a sad thing whenever you see that because it's like the kid had it wasn't their fault you know exactly and so it it feels bad but again i get it it's it's hard for that but she's she's a she's a good character. She's she's very smart, she's very capable. Um but yeah, like she tries to get Rob to do the right thing instead of you know being blinded by love. And his his wife, she's cool. She's like she's 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 great, but it just, you know, she's kind of the thing that leads to his demise because exactly. she's so awesome, you know? So, I mean, way much. I mean, it was kind of the joke is that the Frey daughters were, you know. Yeah. Nothing to look at. And, and she's gorgeous. She's like
1: gorgeous. And he's like, I would have picked her, too, or whatever. Exactly. It's, so oh, I
0: need to text my dad. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I thought she was a good character. Again, it was kind of a fitting end, at least in the show. I don't know if this her death was one of the things that changed because I know that his wife was his wife escapes or something. But um her kind of you know dying due to the fault of her um husband. Well, not her husband, her son. Oh, Caitlin, yeah. She just basically wasn't able to convince her son to do the right thing. And so she bears the consequences. If anything, again, it does kind of show, you know, a little bit of more shittiness for Rob because you know he got himself and his mom killed and well and and his wife in the show you yeah know? so it's kind of a you know don't fuck around you know you'll find out we fuck around yeah
1: exactly um, well our next character yeah who we've already talked about so i don't know if we need to spend really much any time on him who sam 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 should have fucking died it's uh, that simple like his his character story is Kind of fine, I guess. Like John Snow needed a best friend. Yeah. Who better than Sam? And
0: I had no problems with Sam. It's just the fact that, like, again at the beginning when he doesn't die, I'm like, okay, like he's just he got lucky one time, you know, with flapping to have like the knife or the spear that could has the dragon glass that can kill the White Walkers. Fine. Exactly. That's great. And then he eventually goes back. You know, he meets his family and stuff. I, I, I'm I'm fine with all that. It's just the, yeah, the night, the long night. That's the time to kill Sam. Exactly. that
1: would And have, it, would, it have been, would have
0: been fine. It would have felt fine. And it would have been tragic because he doesn't, again, he's another one of the characters him, that doesn't really do anything afterwards. Him not
1: dying in the long night made the long night feel kind of like whatever.
0: Like, it, it, again, yeah, it felt like it what didn't really um have stakes or really wasn't that big of a deal because if they would have killed like let's say Gendry yes and Sam you know some of these ones that they don't really do anything they just kind of like oh and then they exist afterwards like those are I think prime characters that they could have killed during the long night and made the long night feel like holy shit we did lose a lot of people like we lost Gendry we lost Sam we lost Jorah We lost, like, let's just say the entire Dothraki army (laughs) instead of only some of them because then they're back all of a sudden, which was weird. Um, And, you know, if there would have been lost, and maybe, like, even, like, because what happens with the Red Woman? Like, because I know she lights the Dothraki swords on fire. Oh, she walks out into the field and dies, like, after the war. After the war? Again, it would have been more interesting for her to die during the battle. Maybe like the Night King kills her. Yeah. Would have been more or interesting. Or Davos or someone like, oh, dude, if Davos got revenge, again, would have been way better. Cause yeah, she just kind of dies, right? Exactly. Yep. And it's super uh because it oh man, if Davos would have killed her, I'm just thinking about it. Cause that would have been that would have been very satisfying and also like very sad because again, he's getting because Stannis was his friend. He was, you know, corrupted by ambition. And, you know, that would have been so much better. Like, again, Sam should have died in the long night, and it would have made the long night better.
1: Yep. It would have. But now we have Lord Commander Mormont. Who is... Who is the... Jorah Mormont's dad. Yeah, the the leader of the North. I'm surprised he's so high. Well, they... Oh, yeah. Well I he mean, dies pretty early. Well, he dies pretty early, but when you're rating likable characters, it's not hard to list off a shit ton you don't like. Yeah. And then also to list off like, well, this guy was all right. We just didn't see him that much. Because he gave... He gave... Was it's it? saying
0: likable characters? It is. 52 game. They're ranked from least like to most like. Well, and, I mean, I would say Joffrey and them should have been at the end. Because, I mean... Well, no.
1: We are, we're near the end. We're not even halfway no, through. No, but that's what
0: I'm saying. It's least like to most like. Yeah. But I'm just saying, cause like Joffrey and Ramsey were higher up than some of these people. Well, yeah. Where it's like, no, those were the hated but, characters, but, but
1: you got to think they're higher up than people that
0: weren't like meaningful at all. Yeah. But it's just interesting. That I still think that yeah. Rob was at the very beginning.
1: Well, I think if you, if you were to rewatch it, I think you'd realize that Rob just kind of sucks the entire time. I could see it. But Lord Commander Mormont, honestly, I don't remember much about him. At all. Uh, I remember I how he dies. Yeah. I
0: don't because, remember anything outside of that. Again, he seemed like the, he was the leader of the, the Night's Watch. He seemed like your kind of typical, like good leader. Like he, you know, who yeah, cares. Yeah. I mean, about he was it. your
1: standard good war leader, but then he dies and then everything and Then he gets betrayed by his own men. Yep. Basically. Which is your standard dies. way of dying at, in Which Game is, of Thrones. Yeah. It's kind of sad. And then the next character is one that I don't like at all. Who? Ygritte. Egret. Oh, John. John Snow's lover love who was literally just there to be a love interest. I felt like. <laughs>
0: um, Yeah. I mean, I think her character was important just to show. I guess John his... Snow
1: needed a reason to really like embrace the wildlings exactly. and go north.
0: Exactly. And so that's the thing is like, cause John Snow is like the, the link between basically the Southern, which is still like the North you know, and the wild things. Yeah, exactly. And so him falling in love with one of them, it makes sense. And to some extent, I can, maybe that's just, you know, Jon Snow's type is powerful or kind of confident women because, like, she's very confident. And some people I know think she's annoying, but, but she's, is, she's very, she confident very confident yeah. who she is. And, I mean, if anything, I would just say the, her use of you know nothing, Jon Snow all the time. How much she says that is overdone. Yeah. Which kind of makes her annoying? Well, and and I
1: remember Cameron was hating that she kept saying Jon Snow and I'm like Oh yeah. She's saying snow as like I hate you. I'm reminding you you're a bastard.
0: Yes. And that's the thing is like if anything her it was more just what she was given because I again as a character I think that she's cool and interesting because again she's like she's one of the more fleshed out wildlings um and so i thought that that was in other than torment you know those are the two that we get and i mean obviously i like torment better but um again her storyline i thought was cool but yeah again the amount of time she says her his name (coughs) and you know nothing yada 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 it was just kind of over the top because again a lot of it you don't really have she people talk like that in this show like so many of them talked differently like they weren't constantly saying someone's name and exactly. it was a lot better so hers just felt a little bit off i do think though her demise was tragic because that little boy that um i think john saved at one point that kid because like his family was killed by uh white walkers or whatever
1: yes oh yeah he yeah he he
0: shoots should. her yep and because like then, then they hang him out. and yeah it's a whole thing and then because again like that little kid i they probably won't have him on this list because i don't even remember his name but, but like, he was like a very important part to making that happen exactly and it was just it was such a like kind of a sad thing because it's just you know they have their like little falling out john snow and her and then she gets killed by him. And then also, that little kid is one of the people that stabs Jon Snow. Like, at the thing, it just like adds this, oh, you know, exactly. shit, dude. Like, they were good friends, but obvious. No, oh, his family was killed by wildlings. That's why he hated the yes, wildlings. And so he voted to kill Jon Snow. And then, yep. And so again, like her, I I liked her. I didn't like her dialogue so much because again of just what they chose for her. Yeah. But her death and everything again tragic. Like it was a, uh, and and it also makes sense just because like Jon Snow needed essentially. I mean, because like the the needed Knights some Watch. reason to progress, and what better way than pussy? Well, I mean, because he was part of the Night's Watch, and they're all supposed to be celibate. And exactly. that's what eventually leads to Commander Mormont being killed is because those guys want to fuck that other guy's, guys. many wives. Exactly. And, and so, then it gets them all killed. Speaking of guys' yeah.
1: many wives, next one is Gilly. Sam's love interest. Gilly. Yeah, she was fine. She was fine. Sam, need, Sam needed a love interest. She fulfilled it. And she was like kind of a very side character, but yeah. also like...
0: I did like how, again, her storyline, I thought, was useful in the fact because that's what kind of shows like, oh, shit, like she had like a a boy and they give the boys to the White Walkers. Exactly. You know, and so I thought that that was a fitting portrayal. Again, her storyline in there and her and Sam being connected and kind of like them journeying together and him like, again, wanting to save her and her child again I thought it was fitting but I don't really have much else to that say That is that is it and then
1: same with the like the next few yeah are well the next couple are very small yeah like the high sparrow who you only see for about a season or two high sp- and oh is that he's the one that's like over the church thing that seriously oh. lets ruin ruin them yeah and he just sucked but he was just like he's a I'm religious he's zealot. so high well because I don't, I don't know. I don't, well, I think, okay, if I'm being honest, he, was, he wasn't, he oh, was I thought this list was fine. I, well, I In mean, the early seasons, he's fine. He's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But at the very end, he's awful. And I don't know when this came out, Yeah. but it kind of vibes that this list came out before the end of the, the series. Yeah. So they probably either made this list before he became super awful or like it was part of it. I'm not sure, but well,
0: he was fine because I mean he had his own little religious thing. But as and soon as he was as put he in gets, his place, and as soon as he got power, he became awful. Exactly, he took over and was just like again that kind of religious, you know. And his followers again were creepy. Exactly, like, with they like the, they were like the scars on their they their were heads. hardcore zealots. Yeah, and and it was it was weird. Again, his was a fitting end. Like I thought he was. I honestly too I thought he was a good. Um, enemy for Cersei, kind yeah. of like some you know battling between them two. You you gave him all this power to get whatever you wanted, and now it's coming to bite you in the ass. Exactly. That's what I thought was nice about him. But other than that, I wouldn't really say that he is like a super like likable character. If that makes sense, because he's just he's very he's much just kind of yeah, whatever. He's not the most memorable. But again, I him dying like to how Cersei killed him. Again, it I thought it was fitting and one of the. Best parts of the show.
1: And then we've got our favorite man right now, Pedro Pascal, Red oh. Viper, whose character, again, was only in it briefly, but yeah. it was
0: like an awesome character. He was an awesome character. And I think, again, kind of showed the show of like, oh shit, you know, everyone's at stake. Yeah. Because when he came in, he was very charismatic. Very
1: charismatic. He was very like, everyone party on, have fun. Yep. He was. Very kind, very aware that like he didn't trust anyone. Yeah. But then he was cocky as shit when he fought and died. Fought the mountain, which I won't lie, kind of deserved. It was, it was kind of like, a, you know, when you get kind of a secondhand embarrassment from watching things. Oh yeah. His battle when he started like goofing off or whatever, or doing his little like show for it. Well, he thought he won, I, and he did. <laughs> but win. I was I was gaining secondhand embarrassment when he was doing all that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Like, just stop, and then he died, and then he lost, and
0: that is that. Well, I mean, they technically both lost, because the mountain mountain technically dies, and then they bring him back. Oh, yeah. He becomes different because of that battle, but it was one of those things where it's like, oh, you, you fuck around, like, you're showing off, and you think, you know, you turn your back, you know, you think you got him, but you... You know, he's still alive and he gets his, you know, skull crushed. Probably one of the most gruesome deaths of the entire show. Yep. Pops just fucking eyes out. Holy fuck. This guy we thought was gonna be a big thing. He just got his head exploded by this, you know, someone's hands. Like, holy fuck, this is crazy. Again, but I really, really liked him. Although I do think him and his I don't know if it was his wife, his girlfriend. It's his wife. It's his wife. She's on this list too. Oh, she is. She well—that's because she also
1: becomes like a way big character later on. Sort of. She's like a huge character later on. She's like Daenerys's like right hand woman. Do you
0: not remember this? Kind of, but the thing is, I'm mostly probably thinking of her daughters, the Sand Sisters. Oh no, the, the
1: Sand Sisters suck because they never do anything with them. No, it yes. makes me so well. Sad. They they
0: do things with them. They get whooped, but they but that's the thing is they don't really. They don't really have anything they're, meaningful. They're these
1: cocky, we're going to murder everyone, and they get their asses kicked. Yeah. Next one is the Hound. We uh, love the Hound, but I we hate love how Hound. it ended.
0: Yes. So the Hound, again, I think is one of my favorite characters of the entire show, just because he's he's such an interesting, gruff character at the beginning. Um, I love his you know interactions with Arya, and he's one of the people that's like, he's a hard-ass But he does care. Like, even though it doesn't seem like he's just, he's just like some mindless killer. He's not his brother, the Mountain, you know? And so he, you know, he saves Sansa, I think a couple times. Although I will say the weird, like, I think it was Cameron that pointed out like the weird, almost like sexual tension that they threw in at the end of the show with Sansa and the Hound. I'm like, what the fuck? Did they have sexual tension? There was like a time when she like looks at him and like runs her hand or something on his hand. Oh, I didn't she's, I didn't take that as sexual tension at all. I don't know. Cameron was point we were talking about it and I could kind of see it. Again, it's been a while since I've seen it. That that's weird, but like the hound So I was looking forward to cuz it was built up through the entire show of like the hound is going to face his brother. And he does, but they made it into this big fucking spectacle. This towers falling over, there's fire. It was too much. Like, honestly, if it would have been a little bit more grounded, like when the Hound fought Brienne. Or it when would the have been... first time they fought,
1: the, oh, very, yeah. the very first time they fought was like a more fitting battle. I felt like right exactly. there
0: in the middle of the thing. And it was just like, yeah. Again, I I, he's, I, he's, love the Hound. It's just, yeah, his end, it, it's where they tried to build it up into this big spectacle that it just fizzled for me. Like it just, it was more about the environment than it was. Cause that's the thing that I really, really liked about Game of Thrones was like, sometimes these battles, these showdowns between the people were very, very like small scale, like intimate. They they were gruesome. They were, you know, intense because it was just them. It was intense in, because of the fight and what they were doing, not because they were on a burning tower and it was falling yeah. apart and shit.
1: Well, I think what it, it kind of shows that this, sh- the entire series was built on like keeping people, people captivated on like things they want. Yeah. But then at the end being like, well, we never gave anyone what they want. Let's do it all right now. And it was just like, oh, this felt kind of weird and pointless. Like their battle was fine. Like I did him, him falling out, like pushing them off the edge or whatever was fine into the fire, whatever. Like it was fine. But it was set up in a way that it was like this battle is pointless because you both are going to die because this building is falling apart. Yeah, like there was there was no stakes when because you're both it's dying inevitable anyway. that you're both dying. Yeah, and that was where I didn't like it because it's like, oh, this is cool and all, but like he ar- he already told Arya to leave. Yeah, it was like if you follow me, you're not going to be able to live or whatever, you know. Yeah, whatever, but like. The fact that he did that and went in himself, it's like, what's the point of this battle? Like, yeah. you're not getting a revenge if you're both dying. I wish that I wish that the mountain was just dead. Like they could have they could have gotten some bigger force to well, scare people into worshiping seriously and all that. yeah, the mountain being
0: left around felt kind of just like a cop out. Well, yeah, honestly, that's the thing. It's like with them, it is a little bit weird that he was brought back as like this zombie thing. So, I mean, that wasn't particularly great, although it did make that one maester guy look smarter and kind of like evil. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, I guess there's that. But the thing is, it would have been better is if it was almost more of like a they're in a battle or something. There's a battle at King's Landing with like the golden army and it like hones in
1: on them staring at each other. And and they have a showdown there.
0: Like like they've done. And I mean, I think of, you know, the witch king and uh, what's her name? Like, just like, oh, here's these two big characters. They're having a showdown in the middle of a battle. Like that would have been way more interesting. And because it's again, it's like, oh, here's this fight. It's not like they're on a tower and they're both going to die anyway. It's like, no, they're they're in a battle and they meet each other on the battlefield and like fuck each other up. And it would, it would have been just more interesting. It would have been. Yeah. Cause, Cause instead again,
1: it was like, you're in this crumbling building. None of you are getting out of it. Yeah. And actually I think realistically we could say neither of them won because they fall out of the fucking building to both of their deaths. Yeah. It's, like, I mean,
0: it is kind of fitting that their revenge or whatever ends up, in their both demise. But at the same time, I don't know the spectacle. I also, I thought the CGI looked shit. Yeah. So that's the thing is like, just having it more smaller scale would have been so much better. Because again, I loved the hound and I loved how many times he said, fuck the king, because the king was Joffrey. Yep. And like he says. And I love
1: that from the beginning, he has like a sense of hu- like humanity to him. Yes. Because he's like, let me get you out of here from Sansa. Yeah. He's the one that saves Sansa. Or tries to. She doesn't follow him. Oh, yeah. But then like the cute little like relationship that he has with Arya through the entire time. Like the Hound has was like such a a key component to the entire series that I feel like his battle could have done better. They could have done more with it at the end. They could have still had him die and
0: had that battle make like better sense than the what it did. Yes absolutely like it's it's kind of a shame again what they did with him because again i loved him he he was such an interesting character he had um i don't know it's just it's just shame because th- that was a thing that i was looking forward to and i again i'm not a big spectacle person like just give me like something more raw and like in your face and i dare i say intimate i guess because it's just like more of like two people it, it facing it feels off. like
1: it feels like it has more tension or whatever.
0: Yeah, exactly. Cause I mean, I think of fight scenes, which aren't some big spectacle. And I mean, I think of Revenant like that had like a, you know, Oh, these two people finally showing down. Like that was a brutal fight. And I was, you know, I was there, you know, like feeling it. Whereas again, if you go too big and too flashy and fancy to me, it just (laughs) kind of loses its emotional impact, you know, it's true. But yeah, I love the hound. Well,
1: the next one is Jamie Lannister. They did him dirty. They did do him dirty. So, and I love Jamie Lannister. I I think throughout the entire series, yeah. uh, he was one of my favorite characters.
0: Yeah. Well, he honestly probably has one of the best arcs in the entire series until the end.
1: Yep. And then they
0: just kind of tossed it all away. Exactly. And that's why the, it fucking sucks it's is like, because he had such a good arc.
1: Which Which... Which, one of my big issues, which I'll bring up when we talk about Brienne, because, yeah. like, it's not a Jamie Lannister thing. It's what they did to her. Yeah. But it's... I I was fine with, like, him being into her or whatever, right? Brienne? But, yeah, but it seems weird to, like, go through the hassle of making him fall for her and making Cersei, like, pretty much tell him to get the fuck away. Yeah. Like, do all these things to where he's, like, time and time again, like... No, I'm over this shit. I'm leaving. And then at the very last moment, being like, nah, I'm going back to Cersei, it's like, yeah. It's like that that all happened within an episode. It's yeah, like, exactly.
0: They they rushed the character progression and, and it, it makes and it, it not good.
1: And it was like, you know, if all that stuff went down last season, yeah. And then it was all of a sudden like, oh shit, wait a second. I I love Cersei. I want to go be with Cersei. Yeah. I'd give that a pass, but it was
0: like No, one episode he's like, fuck Cersei. And the next episode he's like, no, I love her. Well, and that's, see, that's the issue is he, he, him and Bran, uh, sorry, Brianne finally get together. And then literally the next morning he leaves for Cersei. Exactly. And the thing is, what I love about Jamie's character up until that point was. I hated him. He was one of the reasons, again, that Ned Stark died. Like, he was a bad guy. He was a piece of shit. And then he kind of, you know, he gets his ass handed to him. He gets his arm cut off. That humbles him. It's kind of almost like the thing with, you know, Theon and Reek of where they think that they're this pompous piece of shit.
1: You and know? then shit and goes, then south and like, goes south. Shit goes south, and they
0: have this humbling experience. But then he kind of, you know, he becomes, you know, there's some humanity to it. Exactly. And then... Yeah, they just literally throw it all away. They
1: throw it all away to make him end up with Cersei. Which, like, I I get it. It could have been he, a thing. It could it but could it, have. It, I mean, and it, realistically, it probably made more sense for Jamie to want to go be with Cersei rather than yeah. Brienne or whoever else, you know? Yeah. Like, it's there. It makes sense. But it it's probably because it was all done so fucking quickly yeah. that it's just weird no
0: again they rushed it there could have been a way of making it back of him like eventually going back to cersei or something like that but but it just just seems the way that they did it was not random because it was yeah end of one episode him and Brienne. next episode run back to cersei next episode they're dead okay and next
1: character actually real quick
0: yeah do we need to do a part three? We might. We're almost we're we can do a few more characters because we're about almost an hour for this one.
1: Okay, cool. Let's do
0: <laughs> how many more characters do we, we have, have? We have 25 left, so let's see if we can get five more and then maybe do a part three.
1: Okay, we'll do five more characters. Part three, I need to go to the bathroom, and that will be okay. Here we go. So at number 25. <laughs> and also the yeah. i took a sneak peek at their number 1 character by yeah. the way and i uh, just want to say earlier like i hate this list yeah. i agree this list is kind of bullshit well, uh, but again- i i don't know if all the episodes and stuff were out when this list was made. Well, the other thing is It's just an easy list with all the main characters on it.
0: It it says likable characters. The thing is, I don't agree with because there's definitely characters that are in the mid-range where I hate their character. However, I still think that they're a good addition because they're a terrible piece of shit and they add dimension to the show. I mean, you need bad guys. You know, I wouldn't say it's likable. It's just like, I would maybe say like most influential. Yeah. But it's also not that because there's so... Characters that that are are high up, yeah, that really are not really much there. It's it's a shitty list. Okay,
1: so number twenty-five. Yeah, we have Yakin Hagar, Jackin Hagar. I don't know how to say his name. The Faceless Man. Oh, yeah. This dude was dope. I loved him throughout everything, and then he just kind of like died off. I'm like bummed that there wasn't any sort of tie into him near the end. You know? Yes, exactly. Like. Like, I guess it makes sense that it was like, oh, Arya left the faceless man. Why does he need her anymore? Whatever, you know, but it's still just kind of like, oh, I wish I saw a little bit more of him.
0: He just kind of well, it's kind of sad because you think that she's going to a spot where she's going to be around him that much. And honestly, like he's there, but it's almost more his assistant that takes over his spot, like in terms of like her interaction with Arya. Like, he kind of just becomes more of, like, I'm the leader behind the scenes. Again, still some interaction. But, like, by the end of that storyline, it's mostly Arya and whatever that that character that stabs her. Yeah. Again, he's such a fantastic character, particularly in early seasons. Like, you know, he's like, oh, you saved us. Like, you know, I owe you, you know, basically a favor. And, like, it's just like, oh, well, you know, you can three names or something like that that hill yep. kill. And there's some like really, really fucking cool moments of like, oh shit, you know, he knows who I am. Like he's like, you, you know, you need to kill him. He's like, you cannot request the one that kill him, you know? And then that guy is like running in to go tell Tywin. I can't remember. It's probably that she was a Stark or something. Yeah. And he just like opens the door and the guy just falls forward dead. It's yep. like, holy shit. This guy's a fucking badass. No. Yeah. You know? they're, like he He's so
1: cool. So cool. And I think, I think that's all. I think that's the reality of why I wanted more of him is I thought it was awesome. Yeah. But I'm sure if they kept adding more of him, it would have gotten to the point where it was like, why is he still here? What's the point?
0: It would have been maybe more interesting if Arga eventually had a showdown with him yeah. or something. But
1: he had no reason to. Like, uh, yeah. I, I I was talking about this because she she kills his whatever, right? I forget her name. Yeah. Um. And he like lets her go or whatever Mm -hmm. and at first i was like that's kind of weird but then i like sat and kind of thought about it yeah and i was like oh maybe like the The oh yeah aria's test all along maybe was to kill the waif you know yeah because the waif sucked and i think faceless man dude knew that the waif sucked oh yeah so I she was
0: kind of you know she was, like, essentially, like, the bully exactly. in, like, her And training. there was this, like,
1: kind of, like, smile of approval when he realizes that she killed her, mm. and then he lets her go, and I don't know. For someone that is as powerful as he is, I part of me feels like that the entire point or the entire test of Arya was to kill the waif and to stand up for herself.
0: Well, and so that's the thing. I would have said there it would have been more... It's just, like, his storyline, it just seemed like it kind of, like, fizzled. It tapered off, yeah. Just tapered off. Like, it could have been, there could have been, like, a more interesting thing. Because, like, again, that's some of the weakest parts. Is because, I mean, I do like the rivalry with Arya and the wife. But, like, the wife stabbing Arya in the stomach, I don't think should have happened. Because that was, like, a a fucking gruesome injury. Because then she goes in the sewers and she's fine. It started to feel, again, a little bit of plot armor for Arya. But it would have been more satisfying if there was some interesting, like, some sort of test between them two. And then, you know, she overcomes it. And then, like, it, like a little bit more direct of a test, I guess yeah. I would say. So, because then, you know, have a little bit more closure with the man and then also have Arya actually do something. But he can't, can't have a direct
1: skulls. test with someone that speaks and riddles their entire life. I know, but it's just it.
0: It would. It just. It would.
1: It would have. It, it would have been more off. fulfilling, but it like, yeah, no. It, it made, it made sense for it to be like, is that or is that not what you want? You know, yeah. because that's just like, how that dude in general was. Yeah. But it's still, it still left like, a little more to be desired. I I saw online that uh, Aria. Aria's storyline got yeah. a lot of hate around that time, which is interesting to me because, like, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I, I like, yeah, it was kind of boring at times. It, and I think a lot of it was that there was that side of me that was hoping more from the faceless man rather yeah.
0: than Aria, but it was still. Fine. Like, maybe if there was something, like, where she's working together with him. Yeah. Because also, like, he's such a badass, and then once she eventually gets to them, he just kind of speaks in riddles, and he doesn't really do anything. Like, if there was some sort of team-up or something that they did, like, maybe if it was, like him in the phrase or something like she does something for him. It's just like, okay, I'm going to help you take down the phrase or whatever. And like, that would have been maybe more satisfying. He's like, I've, you know, I've completed it, you know, I don't know. They're just with that part. I feel like the reason why I have some qualms with it is it just, it doesn't really come into play later on like she does one thing for it and she's there for a fucking long time in the season it's just the same thing they do with bran it's you know there's this big thing it's like there's a lot of you know emphasis put on it but there's no real like oh this is this was worth it you know they actually did something with it yeah it just kind of happened and moved on yeah and so or maybe he was there or something that like Taking down Cersei or something, you know, I don't know. Like they just, he, again, it, it fizzled. Like he just, they got there and he just kind of spoke and there was cool moments, but it just, that whole thing just kind of, Oh, but I, I mean, I, I would say my biggest complaint though, is Arya getting stabbed in the stomach and then surviving it. Like it just, it, felt, it doesn't happen. It didn't feel game of Thrones like, Oh shit. You know, like you got stabbed. It's a mortal wound. You know, it was just like, oh, and then she's fine. You yep. know, it just, it felt off. Okay, and our next
1: next character.
0: Yeah. Tywin Lannister. Tywin. Daddy.
1: Tywin? Okay. I like Tywin. I like Tywin. Like, Tywin sucks as a father. Oh, absolutely. He is an asshole. But to everyone but his family, he is a nice man. He is kind to Arya. Oh, my gosh. It's adorable, like, too. It's, yeah. Like, genuinely kind to Arya. Genuinely kind to everyone. But the second it's... Cersei, Jamie, or Tyrion. He just isn't raging asshole douche.
0: Well, I, I can kind of see it because he's like that father who like kind of cares about his family name and more than his actual family. Exactly. And but at the same time, I can't blame him because his children are assholes. Yeah, his children you know? do suck. Because even though Tyrion is like I would say ultimately again a good person. We'll talk more about him later. He's out sleeping with whores. Like, that's not a good image for the family. Nope. You know, so also he has that particular spite with Tyrion because his wife died giving uh, birth to that. him. But again, he's he's very, very level headed, he's very, very cunning, he's ruthless. But he's all about, you know, kind of protecting the family name. I mean, that's the whole reason, like, he's leading the war for basically Joffrey. Yeah. Because
1: he doesn't trust Joffrey in doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So And then he dies, rightfully so, by his son. Yep. And freaking love that. And I also love that Jamie is like, I'm going to kill you when I see you. Mm -hmm. And then doesn't because, you know. It would have that would have been interesting. It would have been interesting. I'm happy he didn't. I love Tyrion. Yeah, but it still is like
0: it would have been added some more. You know, more tension between them. But two. I'm
1: I'm glad they like they had a conversation over that. You know. Yeah. But yeah, Ty, and you know Tywin dying as quickly. He, I mean, he didn't die. The more well, I think about it, the less less I think how frequently Tywin was actually like in the
0: series like- he was he was definitely more of a behind the scenes but yeah i, I just want to say too like the actor who betrayed him fucking knocked it out of the park every time he was on the screen he was like there was just he commanded the room like you were afraid of him like he just had this hard demeanor and so when he's like nice to aria it's like, holy shit. Well, yeah, like, this the, whole, is like the whole time he's talking like to Arya, you're
1: waiting for him to just like, oh shit, you know, just destroy her. Like, exactly. you're waiting for something. And, you know, I was actually about to say, like, no, that's not true. I didn't think he was evil, but like, I, I don't d- think, I he's didn't evil. think he was evil or whatever because of how he interacted with Aria. But up until then, I remember when he interacted with Arya, it like would make my skin tense and I'd be like, oh shit.
0: Well, yeah, because you're like, oh man, he is gonna he's gonna kill her or have her killed or you know do something because like I mean he's clearly like he, he's not like obviously like a good person in the show he's he's in charge though. he's he in like, charge he he's, like makes people know that he's in charge exactly and he's again part of the Lannisters who are more of like the 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 bad family and so he's a lot more intimidating and scary and so I don't know it, it's super interesting just because. Again, I thought he was a great character and, and the fact that I think it's a little funny that Tyrion kills him, because again, Tywin jumped on the ship of oh, Tyrion killed, you know, Joffrey, even though he didn't. That's true. And so it he kind of, you know, he he's been waiting for an excuse to basically really get Tyrion chill, out yeah. of his life. The the fact that Tyrion, you know, kills his dad you know when he was born accidentally kills his mom it's just kind of a little poetic like in you know, kind of the tragedy of Tyrion like he kills both <laughs> of his parents one actively and one it wasn't his fault you know exactly um and so again fantastic character again I I love I loved it he was great you know I know we said that we would do five more characters.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. But I'm about to piss myself. Me too. <laughs> and I also need to call my dad. Yeah, no worries. So I think there's
0: a lot to talk about. Yeah, I, a lot I genuinely
1: characters. didn't know that our episodes were going to be like this with Game of Thrones. So this is
0: well. I mean, that's the thing is it's eight seasons. They do so now many that, times. And I good knew characters.
1: that pulling up a list of characters would bring back memories for you and stuff. Yeah. So also, next can I time, just say
0: too? There's a scene with Tywin's like skinning a deer. Yes. And that is, he's just talking. Yep. It's one of he's the not most even riveting faze. scenes of the, like his entire character in the show. It's so well done. Um, also, I'm pretty sure they, it was a real deer. He just, he knew how to skin or something.
1: Well, I mean, I know how to dress a deer I and i would but... not be able to do that having a conversation so that's
0: impressive i yeah it was it was it's such a like it just adds to the character again one of the best characters of the show like really in, really and and that's the thing it's like he's technically oftentimes on the the bad side because he's not like a stark or so yeah like i mean he's
1: he's got the lannister name and and when you really look at his individual deeds he's kind of horrendous but it's yeah. It's again strictly to his family. Yes, and
0: like, well, um, again, his his son and daughter are fucking. Yes, and the whole like knows the it. whole
1: kingdom knows it, and he's tired of being a laughing stock because of exactly. It. But also, like, what he does to Tyrion is so cruel. Like, oh,
0: absolutely! Like, fucking absolutely.
1: Shay. The fact that his first love or whatever he pays a group of men to rape. Which, by the way, uh, in the show, yeah. Uh, Tywin pays a group of men to like rape his love or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but in the book, he, that's not rape. The girl's a prostitute and he like is tired of, uh, Tyrion not believing him. And yeah. so he's like, no, look. And, uh, has a bunch of men, men go and like, pay to have sex with her. But in those, in the show, it's like, Oh, it's like, uh, it was like a coercion coercion how do i say that word? coerced yeah she was like coerced to have sex with soldiers and stuff but in the book it's like no she's a whore look and he proves Mm. it to her you know yeah okay and And which which is like it's not that big of a difference but it is still very weird
0: (laughs) (laughs) that a lot of the things that were changed in the show yeah were like sex things yeah, it is yeah, definitely strange. I mean, cuz I mean there's already a lot of sex and shit in the book, which exactly. is kind of strange that they made it to be more weird, you know, rapey shit. Um, but I will say this, like I do think Tyrion's storyline kind of suffered after T- Tywin was dead. Like cuz it's just there was such a good dynamic between Tyrion and Tywin that it was just so riveting. Like they're their father-son relationship—that once Tywin was out of the way, I feel like. Well, we'll talk about Tyrion when we get to Tyrion. Yeah. But like, it, it definitely, I think, suffered just because of how good that like that dimension of that tension between the two of them. Exactly. But yeah, let's uh, let's, let's wrap it here, and we'll do a part three.
1: Sounds like a plan, man. Cut.
0: <laughs>